Welcome to the Wise Cast by Sundaram Mutual. In today's podcast, Sunil Subramaniam, MD and CEO, Sundaram Mutual, will talk about how the election results will impact the markets and our investments. Let's find out. Good day, friends. Uh, I'm speaking to you on the evening of the day of one of the most momentous uh, events in our uh, recent uh, political history: the election results of 2019. as you are aware uh, the bjp and the nda have come with a sweeping majority and i think the bjp is headed for a 300 plus uh, seat on its own strength so what does this mean for the stock market and for uh, your mutual fund exposure and what should you do with it so the first thing that we got to realize that this victory was an unexpected victory in the sense that uh, while we are all aware that there was a lot of euphoria in 2014 when the NDA government came to power, and there were a lot of policies and programs announced, like Make in India, Digital India, uh, Demonetization, and the likes. Uh, over the first two to three years, there is that uh, for the last two years a sense of uh, disappointment in the fact that there was a world slowdown, which also compounded by the fact that demonetization did not work as well as it should have. GST also went through teething troubles. So there was an apprehension that uh, the less than expected economic performance of the India government would perhaps impair uh, its election results. The results have come to the contrary, and the Indian public, stretched across a wide range of the states in India, have strongly voted in a Modi-led government again. So what does this mean? Does this mean that the Indian public is pardoning of the lack of delivery on the economic front? Perhaps so. So I think one of the key takeaways from this is the fact that despite the economic performance, the government has been able to put across a convincing case that it can deliver a good economic future for the residents of the country. So with this in mind, how do you think that this government is going to approach the next term in terms of its action plans? Perhaps will determine how the economy grows and how the stock market responds. So in that context. what we'd like to think of is that the first term that the nda government goes was a time when they made a lot of good announcements that is the inputs were very good they tried to implement it and in some cases the outputs turned out of decent but perhaps the outcomes were not as expected and that's why there was a sense of disappointment on the delivery so what can we expect now is that i don't think the government itself would feel that these steps were all wrong steps so obviously they will also now focus on their learnings on why all those good initiatives did not work whereas some of them just needed a longer time whereas some of them were not implemented appropriately whereas some of them needed perhaps a rajya sabha majority to really completely come to fruition so i think the a much more learned government learning from the past mistakes in terms of its execution of the agenda the fact that the government clearly has economic growth on its priority and to the fact you can see from the manifestos of the nda versus the manifestos of the opposition party on the degree of populism promised so definitely this government is going to put economy back on the agenda and this time hopefully we expect that the results would translate much much better in terms of uh, enhanced gdp growth enhanced job creation and naturally enhanced stock market returns during the second phase so from a portfolio perspective or from a mutual fund perspective one of the things which happened in the previous uh, nda phase 1 if you will recollect was that initially there was a very strong rally in the mid and small caps and the cyclicals 
and large caps were perhaps slightly on the back foot. But with the developments in late 2017, early 2018, in terms of the Trump government and its actions, there happened two events. One was that there was a risk of trades happening across the world, including in our markets. And two, there was also the slowdown in the US, which led to a liquidity surge. So naturally, in the second half of this period, post-2017 December, we've seen large caps do relatively well, while mid and small caps have tended to underperform. So now, looking ahead to the next five years, as you can see, with a government unhindered by an approaching election, you would expect the reforms, the infrastructure development and all of that back on the agenda. Consumption which slowed down partly because there was an NDFC crisis and perhaps a lack of government will in resolving that and preventing it from being systemic because of the approaching elections, you can probably hope to see a much more cohesive and a decisive action in helping these factors not hinder the consumption growth. So, first and foremost, we do expect that over the next 6 to 9, 12 months, we expect consumption to come back on track as uh, not only NBFC is, uh, will begin lending again, but public sector banks, which with the uh, stress building up in their books, had to shut down their lending tabs, will also release funds. So, we do expect a bounce back in consumption and hence uh, investors should not get worried about the exposures that they have through their mutual fund to consumption. Uh, stocks and to this uh, other stocks related to that like retail financing but hold on to that portfolio because the revival in the consumption would make sure that they are able to deliver a reasonable return to the investors but perhaps what is really going to be a good wealth creating solution is the cyclicals and the small and mid caps the reason i say this is because as you can observe from the uh, perspective of uh, infrastructure development and the uh, revival in consumption is that capacity creation in the economy, apart from what the government is doing to infrastructure building, will definitely get a huge boost as the continuing consumption eats up capacity on the private sector and we expect a revival in the private sector's new capacity addition, consequently leading to rising order books for companies in the capital goods, uh, APC contractor, and to related uh, sectors such as cement and steel. So we expect that uh, the small and mid caps would again be responding to the economic growth and you will see now there will be a strong re-rating which occurs as the order books get revealed and then earnings follow through. So we believe that this is a good time to increase your allocation to small cap and mid cap mutual funds because their diversification and sector and stock picking would help you to ride the volatility which is inherent to this segment. So at this stage, you would say that over the last 18-24 months, perhaps on the basis of your advisors and what's happening in the economy, you might have taken on an additional export to large caps uh, in terms of your portfolio. This is a good time to start reversing the trend and gradually add more small and mid-cap uh, mutual fund exposure to your portfolio, which we are sure that over the next five years would deliver very good returns to you. On that note, with the final signing of statement saying that with this election result from a stock market perspective, risk is backed on the table and I think a risk reward ratio would definitely benefit and so hence I would encourage you all to add a little more risk to your portfolio but through a well diversified mutual fund route. Thank you and happy investing and wish you all the very best. The Wisecast is a podcast initiative by Sundaram Mutual. We hoped you liked listening to us as much as we loved presenting it to you. 
Stay tuned to the Wisecast to learn more about the world of mutual funds and investing. Until next time, happy investing. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme related documents carefully.